Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Fucking shit! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that tea oh, God. almost went the everywhere. The tea almost spilled. <laughs> That's what the kids say. Mm-hmm. Okay, fuck guys. Let's try that again. <laughs> Hi everybody. Welcome to Don't Blame Me. This is my podcast. My name's Megan, and today we have a very special, special guest. It's Mitchell Davis. Hello, hello, hello. I was going to ask you because you're here now. How do you say your um? Twitter name. My Twitter name. Oh, it's not your handle. Yeah. Your name. Um, CD emoji. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, I just, uh, just the CD emoji. That's my website too. CD emoji.com. So no yeah, I have everything there. Oh, cause I was gonna say, you know, you were the person who told me if you like left click an emoji or whatever, something, but it tells you, yeah, it it'll, describes it'll what it is. It to you. That was us season one of student body president. It was just going through and you're like, this one's this. Yes. Like, what? Well, there's, and there's, they just added like 80 new ones and I just did that so that I could figure out what some of them were because I had no idea what what's they your are. favorite one like your favorite description of one? Oh, I think I re- I really like all the the ones where the descriptions are way too way too uh like exact mm-hmm. when it's like a family where it's like mother and father holding <laughs> daughter's hands like I like it when it's really really too many things yeah. it's longer than just what the emoji is and you're like no wonder why you want us to condense this and just send the emoji exactly I for love all those it. times I'm talking about mother and father holding, holding Hands, hands with, with daughter. daughter. It's really strange. That oh, is weird. That's great. Well, that voice here is Mel. Mel, say hey. Hello. Melly Melissa Demont. Are you going to follow you on Instagram? Mm, sure. Do it. 
and she's got a GoFundMe and a PayPal. You yeah. can send just send money, money, send, send money. all the monies, all the money. Hey, I like your uh, Twitter feed. I think your Twitter feed's solid. Thank you. You, you will honestly, uh, Mel, now that we have a moment, mm-hmm. you okay, use the best gifts you're a good gift finder anytime anytime you're tweeting about popcorn i'm always like "Ooh, i'm gonna use the gift mel (laughs) used uh in the video because it's so good you're just you managed to find such good gifts that i'm like i didn't even know this existed yeah yeah and they're they're so long sometimes i'm like this is too long to be a gift but somehow mel's made it so that it works (laughs) (laughs) it's awesome well thank you what's your twitter Mm, she is not Melissa. Right? Isn't that great? Oh, that's great. Like with two S's because my name's spelled with one S. It's so good. It's so I, good. I hope you know I just stare at the she part and I go, she? She, <laughs> she is not Melissa. Oh, I found you. Mm-hmm. I'm following and you. And so did everyone you. else. Yes. We're all doing it live. Oh my God. Wait, Um, why don't I have this? The popcorn sweatshirt. It can be arranged. It can nice. be arranged. Oh, this is very nice. This is very nice. I Look want at, it for yeah. Christmas. Well, by the way, what she's talking about is my podcast, Popcorn.show. Check yes. it out. We've got merch right now. Yeah. Represent. Represent. It's I know. cute. I'm saying that. Like, I'm being honest. It's really fucking cute. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, those Good are my job. designs. I can tell. Thanks. I can tell. I enjoy your podcast as well. Thank you. And I like yours. I'm glad that we're finally uh, getting to collab and swappity right now. I need to figure out what movie I'm going to talk about. Or I guess that's not really my job. That is your job. I would just be a guest. We, so don't get we, to control we it. Te- we take we, suggestions. Yeah, we'll take a few suggestions. But yeah. we'll, 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 I mean, if we don't like it, we'll knock it down. But <laughs> I'm gonna say, okay. if they're all garbage, fine. We'll have you done holes yet? Uh, holes. <laughs> That'll be a no. Why? <laughs> holes is a fucking fantastic I'm movie. I'm pretty sure that's, you know, when Shia it? LaBeouf watched all, all of his own movies, I'm pretty sure Holes was when um, he took a nap. What have you <laughs> pretty sure, no. Did that even come out on, like, in the theaters? Are you yes. kidding? I thought okay. it was a Disney original. I have the soundtrack I'm and I can still do the entire rap dig of them. Oh, dig it. A R M P to the T. Dude, what you smelling? Yeah, dog, that's me. No, I don't take showers and I don't brush my teeth. All I do is dig holes, eat, and sleep. Oh, my God. Okay. Fucking great! I read Holes twice. I thought it's, the book was fantastic. The book Stanley Yilnats, backwards, onions. forwards. It was great, but um, no, we're not going to watch that movie. Oh, <laughs> no, shit. we're not. Okay, what are my other suggestions? Uh, well, this is, we'll talk about that. Okay, guys, I'm sorry. It's my if, podcast. So, what is this show? Okay, good question. <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. Everybody, um, this is my advice podcast. Um, you guys call in, you leave voicemails, and you tell us about the things happening in your life that you need our sage words of wisdom. And if you guys want to leave voicemails and ask us questions, you can call 310-694-0976. And if you guys are international callers, you can send us a voice memo and just email it to meganpodcast at gmail.com. Just record a voice memo on your phone, send it on the email, and send it on up till it has that whizzy sound. (laughs) (laughs) There's really no excuse not to be sending in your questions, really. Yeah, guys, come on. You don't even fucking opportunities uh yeah so we're gonna we're gonna get into it i'm I'm, so excited i'm so fucking excited so i'm a 20 year old college student and i recently started dating a girl that i met up here at school and she's great and beautiful and amazing but she's also very open about her sexuality and came out to basically everyone in her life when she was in middle school and she was very well accepted because of it but i however um, have only come out to my closest friends and my roommate, because um, everyone, I haven't told anyone in my family, because everyone in my family is very Christian, and I'm worried that they won't take it very well, and I'm waiting to be, until I'm fully financially independent before I come out, so if it goes wrong, I have a backup plan, but um, anyway, so she's really open, 
and wants to post pictures on social media and like tag me and all this stuff and be like, you know, like a normal couple. But I said no, because um, if she did that and anyone in my family saw it, it could really ruin my life. And she's starting to get really annoyed and more angry about it as time goes on. Every time I tell her to like not tag me in this or you can't post this picture. And I don't understand how to get her to understand that this is like a big deal for me. And I guess because she came out so early, it's just really hard for her to understand a situation where people wouldn't accept you, like people in my family. And I really don't want to break up over this because I really do like her. But I, if you have any advice to help me get her to understand how hard this is for me, that'd be great. Do you have any first initial thoughts? <clears throat> well, my first initial thought, I think, after hearing it is um, kudos to you for asking for advice. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the hardest thing, especially I mean, I'm just basing it off of like my early relationships in life. I really was like, I'm 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 a big proud person. I mm -hmm. don't need to ask for help or what to do. And I think I'm so glad that we live in a world now where it's like, no, I don't know what to do. And please. Yeah. It's relatable now to yes. be like, I don't have my shit together. Yeah. And I, I think that it's just like, it's it's refreshing that we can actually be this honest with strangers. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So what do you about you? What do you think? Um. So my initial thing, Um. Uh. so I guess I, I wish I had known when you had told her, your girlfriend, that you weren't out to your family. Just because I, I fucking hate when this happens, when I kind of side with not the person who's called. Um, but so I've, I have a lot of, a lot of my friends are gay and something that we've talked about always when they were dating is, was a deal breaker if somebody wasn't out to other people. And if they were, their whole thing is like, I already came out of the closet. I'm not going to date somebody who's still in the closet. I think what you guys are experiencing is a little different because you have this world where you're at at college, where you are out of the closet mm -hmm. and then it's back home that you're not. So the only thing that's really crossing both those parallels is social media. And so I think, um, I, I understand how she feels with not wanting to feel like she has to hide anything because she did have to. So I would even say, I know that you're talking about it from the sense of that she, everything was very accepting for her and her family when she came out and she came out so young. You also can't, no matter how great she can talk about the experience now, she still had to come out. Mm -hmm. Like that's not something I would discredit. So I understand her not wanting to kind of backtrack with that. But I also think that um, in my, again, in my friend's cases, those were early on deal breakers, but you guys have been dating for long enough that I hope that it doesn't matter. And I also think if there's, um, you're saying waiting till you're financially independent, which I get, cause I they think that's smart. Um, maybe there's a timeline. If you give mm -hmm. her kind of more of a specific, Hey, this is only, I need to save up this amount of money. So for her, it doesn't feel like an indefinite thing that she, maybe she wants to get married. Maybe she wants to, she really sees a future with you and it might be hard to see a future. Um, and she might think, not that she doesn't think that you are serious about her or anything like that, but I think it's kind of hard to not take it personally. I would definitely agree with the make a timeline because that does put a, like you're saying a severity on the situation mm -hmm. of like, I, I do want this relationship to continue and to evolve. And man, this is so hard uh, having a call in show because I know I want to ask your questions. Yeah. I want to be like, so do, what do you, my, my next question is like, what is your plans for? I mean, you said that you wanted to come out to your family when you're financially stable, but I mean, financial stability doesn't equal like family understanding or anything yeah. too. I mean, I get that that means that you will be able to potentially deal with the, the issues that come with telling your family who don't agree with you. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I just want to be like, 
maybe you should talk how how did she go about it how yeah. did how did the partner go about it and then maybe you can use some of those cues into your life i don't know right yeah. I, I would also i also wonder you <clears throat> being financially you said being financially independent i don't know if they're paying for your college and if that's the fear yeah is if you come out there's and so then, many questions yeah, i have <laughs> exactly but i also think if that's not the case if they're not paying for school or something like that I also, I mean, maybe it might be better to come out when you're not living at home mm-hmm. and you're able to kind of distance yourself. Yeah. So they've can... already got that distance yeah. a little bit to just kind of just adjust Let, to mm-hmm. what's going on. And then you can visit back when you need to or when you want to or when you feel like it's ready. So then maybe also if both of you kind of take a social media break from things and then I don't know, make a fucking scrapbook, like do like have Polaroid pictures you guys take and like make a poster and like keep it in your apartment or something like that. Mm-hmm. just keep the conversation open that, yeah. like, that's the thing too is don't try to swipe this under the rug and try to make it like not an issue if, yeah. it, if it is an issue like you know sit in front yeah. of it and talk about it with each other and figure out how to fix things because at the end of the day if you do really care about each other you're not going to let something like mm-hmm. this you know also not to belittle this at all but i was gonna ask you how long when did you and your are you asking me now or the person? You're I'm asking, asking me. Mitchell. Oh, you can ask me whatever you want. Okay. I'm, but, I'm open book. So you and... I don't ever say your name. I call her the chef. Is that... Okay. So, I call her chef. So how long... Not to belittle your question and make this... Because obviously coming out's a very different thing. But I'm just curious when... How long before you guys started dating before you were okay with her posting about oh, you okay. publicly and stuff? That's interesting. Um, So me... Uh, we've been together for about a year now. And I think it was about... It was about six months in. Mm-hmm. Um. Between actually, it was between three and six months, which I know is like a massive big area, but it was just this gray area where the first three months I didn't want posting happening because I didn't know how serious it was. Yeah. And I didn't want to get my family's, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, Mitchell's in something. No, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I also didn't want to psych myself out. I didn't want to get too committed to this, like, digital relationship Mm -hmm. when in reality it's still very much growing and I think that's a that's another important thing that can kind of answer go back to that question which is when you start to implement your relationship into the digital world and your avatars I mean it it becomes part of your forever yeah no it becomes part of your online identity your timeline you know and um there's nothing you can do about it. So it's a big deal when you start to yeah. implement those person into your Yeah, I think it's a huge moths I I moths and I dated for a year before I ever even publicly said that I was in a relationship or anything, but I gave him that timeline. But I mean, I know I know for him that was like there were times that he was like, no, there were times that like I said I was understanding of it, but I felt super fucking shitty about this because it felt like you were hiding me from a part of your life. Mm -hmm. And so I think like him and I being able to have those open conversations and talking about it, it was able for me to really explain how much more it was about me and had no reflection on my feelings for him. Yeah, it's 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 honestly it's it's a total personal thing that I have. I I know know what you mean. Yeah. It's, it has nothing to do with the fact that it it had like our relationship is coming to a halt because Mm -hmm. I don't want you to post pictures. It's like, no, I want to keep taking all the photos and and you want to keep something for yourself too. And you don't want it to get tarnished by other people's opinions. So I would say, I think you really need to reassure her. I think that of that fact of the fact that it has nothing to do with her or being ashamed of being with a girl or anything like no. that. It's more along the lines of like, I'm love. Or I don't know if you, I'm just putting words in your mouth. I'm having a great time with you. I really, really like you. And I right now am not ready to have 
that get compromised by someone else's opinions who really don't matter just because mm-hmm. I need to deal with that first. Yeah. I think that's a good, not to like bring it back to like our own I think it's heterosexual good. No, relationships. No, 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 but I think peppering in some of the, like you, you can learn from all these little yeah. bits and then you kind of just take it in and, you know, drink it up and drink see what happens. Up. See what happens. Take it back. I don't know what I'm saying, guys. It's okay, I'm sorry. me neither. And okay. we both have podcasts. Perfect. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's okay. a good question. Wow, I did it. You did it. Advice. First one is done. Boom. Okay, 99 to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next one. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Today's episode is brought to you by one of our sponsors, 310 Nutrition. They're helping us, our listeners, all of you in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options of flavors and preferences. And I love a good option. I love an array. I love picking and choosing what I love. And I love these products. They make the most delicious protein shakes that I've had called the all-in-one shake. And when I say delicious, I mean like these don't taste like protein shakes. They're just very flavorful and actually taste like the flavor that they say they are. I have the chocolate bliss, the vanilla cream, and the caramel sundae. Um, I like to drink them as is, or I've also like mixed them together. So I've done like half of a chocolate Ooh. bliss plus half of a caramel sundae. And it is so delicious. Tasty. Um, they have a protein blend of plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave you feeling full. You can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. I love their hydrate. It is so good for me. I've talked about this before so many times. Your girl needs electrolytes constantly, every day, at all times. And what I love about theirs is the variety of flavors. So lemon, lime, my favorite, strawberry, peach mango, another delicious one, wild berry, watermelon, 
and cucumber. Hydrate Point supercharges water with all the key vitamins, electrolytes, and minerals. So one stick of hydrate mixed into 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me. <gasps> oh, if only they could see the video. Melissa's holding up our next sponsor, who we love. No way. Yes way. And guess who our sponsor is? Way. <laughs> I have loved Way products for so long, but I have to say that in the last month or so, whenever we started doing ads with them and I got sent some new things I've never tried before, I have been having the best hair days of my entire life. To, to, be, to be perfectly frank, I've been having gorgeous and easy hair days. Yeah, um, I had to... Uh go out of town for a family emergency i've talked about it on the podcast and um i usually do not like to fly with um a lot of hair things i'll usually use what's at my parents house and um i was like nah i, I like this stuff too much i packed everything i packed everything that they sent us it's just so so good i love their detox shampoo i am someone who like the front part of my scalp or hair or whatever gets really dry but then the nape of my neck especially if i sleep with a bonnet on i'll sweat in the night and so then the parts of my back like th that's getting all dingy but then also sometimes when you wear like your little front pieces it can get like oily extra quickly all of this to say i have never used a clarifying shampoo that gets my hair so clean without being like dry and squeaky and like oh gosh i can't keep using this, this is not good like it just it's everything out of your hair, totally refreshes, but I cannot say enough good things about the hair gloss. Like, oh, the hydration, the shine, the, the gorgeous body that it gives your hair, it's fantastic. And I'm someone who has, I have lighter hair, so it doesn't get really shiny normally. And it's also bleach damage. So sometimes the ends, especially now, I need a haircut. They get really tangled and hard to brush through when i use the hair gloss and then i give myself a little blowout at home my hair looks stunning and it feels stunning and that style lasts for a lot longer than most of my other hair days yeah i'll use the detox shampoo and then also the leave-in conditioner and then let my i'll twist my hair out and let it dry and then i'll finish it with the hair gloss and i love the way that it just like makes my curls pop and it also smells so so, so good, good. It smells like a salon. Mm -hmm. I feel like my head's in a basin, but my neck isn't hurting. <laughs> it's like, it's the best of both worlds. That is a great analogy. So we've been talking about Way's new hair gloss. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. It provides immediate shine, helps treat damage. What Megan just talked about, she has some chemically damaged hair and it enhances your color vibrancy. And according to a customer perception study, over 85% of participants agreed that their hair looked shinier, healthier, and smoother. And we were not in that study, but we are telling you that we also agree that our hair was looking shinier, healthier, and smoother. Way has so many bestsellers. They're leaving conditioner, detox shampoo, like we talked about, their fragrances and their hair oil, which I love, especially when I'm wearing my hair naturally wavy to like break the cast. Doesn't weigh my hair down at all, super lightweight. And they're just, everything they make is so good. They have not made a product that I haven't 
not only like haven't like disliked, like I haven't loved, like I love everything they do. And we're just such a huge fan. So please keep sponsoring our show because <laughs> you have a customer in me for life. Me too. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use promo code BLAME for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code BLAME. I am 26 and I'm hoping you can help me out. Um, so I have this boyfriend. We've been dating for five years. Uh, we are super duper in love. Like he is my end game. Like he is my person. I am his person. And we're just like living badly in love together. It's been great. Here's the, the little problem. Um, my parents are, well, it's a big problem. Uh, they're very racist. Um, I am white and my boyfriend is black. Um, so. <laughs> been a lot of fun um dealing with them but basically my mother knows what's going on and it's taken her a couple years to kind of quote unquote get over it um she still thinks we're going to break up she still doesn't imagine us getting married or having kids she's just kind of going with it I think because she wants to keep a relationship with me because I'm the only child my dad has no idea my mom has asked me not to tell my dad because my dad is so anti-interracial relationships and he is super just doesn't believe in it and wants me to marry a nice Italian boy from Italy and be barefoot and pregnant. I don't really know. Um, the problem with all of this is, is that I am very close with my extended family and I love them all very much. Um, I love them all very much and they love me and I would love to bring my boyfriend to go and meet them. I live in a different state from my whole family. Like I live a three hour plane right away. I want to bring my boyfriend up to introduce him to the family because when we get married, I would love to invite them and they know about him, but I just, they're like, bring him. Like we'd love to see him. But the problem is my dad doesn't know. So because my dad doesn't know, I can't bring him anywhere, but I'm afraid to tell my dad because of the outlash. And I don't want to lose a parent, but I think it might come down to my boyfriend or my dad. And I'm going to choose my boyfriend because, we're going to be the future, and if my dad is racist and won't deal with it, then he's going to have to figure it out. But I don't want it to be one or the other. I kind of want to have both, but I don't know how to tell him. Uh, what should I do? Should I not tell him? Should I be like, oh, by the way, we're getting married tomorrow, and then, like, have him deal with it when that happens? Or, like, what should I do? Wow. What a good question. Yeah. I but mean, <clears throat> okay. There's a lot of layers to this. There is. I'm... I I think that it, your dream scenario is just a dream and Ugh. what you're thinking is going to happen might fucking happen. Mm -hmm. And also you it like whoever's fucking had sex with your mom and then made your genes and then made you a fucking baby or whatever. They don't that that doesn't excuse any sort of behavior. I'm very much of like holding parents and everyone I more like friends relationships everyone is being held accountable for their actions it does not matter their relationship to you and I, I don't I'm just not one for like accepting those kinds of traits regardless of what you you owe them life or whatever well, especially especially in this time yeah. that we live in in the world I mean it's so ass backwards to be thinking like that that I just can't even imagine it's, I'm having a hard time fathoming. I know. Because I yeah. just, I'm like, I haven't had to deal with this since I was like 
ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm so sorry, but the, yeah, this might end up uh, being not as clean as you would like and it to be. You, you pick the one who's not a racist. <laughs> like that's just, that's what I, I don't think that whole thing of like choosing your relationship over family and things like that. I think that that's, it seems very black and white that you, that family always comes first, but there are certain things that I, I think like, I, I don't know. I'm like a zero tolerance. I mean, zero, I have zero tolerance for intolerance kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And I think like, if this, this is something that's, that's, yeah, that's, it's, they're going to be, they can have whatever relationship with you that you feel comfortable, but it's not a, it's not fair to put your boyfriend through at all. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just, that's not an environment. I mean, like in-laws in itself are already like uncomfortable and yeah. awkward. And I think that's not a great situation to put him in. But I also think that you've already kind of sound like you've made up your mind of like, this is who you're going to be with. Mm -hmm. And also, even if you, I don't know, I mean, like, even if this wasn't who you're going to end up being with, I think it is something that like at this day and age. You have to face that. Yeah. It's just one of those things that eventually you're like, Ooh, we're going to face this. We're going to yeah. talk about this because guess what? We're a family. Yeah. And I mean, I, would you say it's wrong for me to to say like, maybe, maybe, maybe you need to just have like a one-on-one -on -one sit down with your father and be like, this is, you know, maybe not necessarily about this relationship, but just in general about like what's happening in the world, mm -hmm. what's going on, where, what, what, what. You know yeah. what I mean? Am I, am I on the no, right? No, I think you are. I think you need to give him the opportunity to surprise you. And then if he doesn't surprise you. Instead of surprising him with, yeah. a, we're getting married. Maybe I be think like, look, give, I just know mm -hmm. that I have love and there's love and there's tons of people in this world. And yeah. there's no sense in me not loving a certain exactly. person because of something so silly. Yeah. And I don't think it's about, I think it's about telling him. I don't think it's about asking him. And I don't think exactly. it's. I think you just need to just lay the facts out there and be like, I want, I want you to give the, I think I know what you're going to say, but I want to give you the opportunity to prove me wrong. Mm -hmm. And. I I don't want to leave any stone left unturned so I need to do this and then no and I, I don't I don't want to keep something from you yeah and I think that you just need you need something that's finalizing for you because right now you're just you're putting it off and you're waiting and hoping that the longer that you wait maybe he'll become more accepting but I also think it's probably more likely that um, you're gonna, you're gonna, you'll have that found family where you live and your friends and these people who really accept you and love you. And, and maybe the relationship with you and your parents, it might take a time for you guys to kind of recover from this, but you also can't put, you can't put so much weight on that. Also, something I'm just going to throw out here is you, you have so much more family. It sounds like that wants yeah. to meet him and it wants to be involved. And it's just like, I get that it's one person who's being a little stinker about the whole thing, but like, let him be a stinker. And then the whole family will look at him and be like, what's your deal, yeah. man? Like, why are you acting like this? Your daughter's in love. Mm -hmm. Your daughter's in like, I mean, listen to the message. Like, yeah. play the message back for your father. Like, you said, He's I'm so, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you sound like you're so smitten about this person. Like you said, you've yeah. made up your mind. So it's now it's just like 
kind of owning up and yeah. just being like, yeah, this is my dude. This is this is this is my life now. Love always should win. That's yeah. just like the truth in my yeah. book. I'm like a hopeless romantic at always Aww. at the end. I really am, yeah. though. At the end of the day, it's just like be together. The only thing that I'm going to just really highly not recommend is just don't be just don't keep waiting. Don't keep putting it off. Don't think that the next day it's going to get better because I mean, look at look at the world around you. That's not happening no. these days. It oh. takes it takes courage, it mm -hmm. takes motivation, it takes a little bit of a push to get anything done these days. Yeah, and it takes education. That's yes. the thing. If and, your dad's not being exposed to this and mm -hmm. learning about this because he's very shut out to any other way, then it's not going to stop. No, not at all. So when I was in high school, um, for you guys that don't know, I'm black. Um, I grew up mostly around white people. Um, and there's this boy that liked me and I liked him. So I went and I hung out at his house. He invited me to come over. And then um, at one point, his mom was like, uh, Melissa, can I talk to you in the kitchen? She's she pulled like, you aside? She pulled me aside. I'm sorry, oh, no. the fuck? Yeah, she's like, she was trying to like be sweet. I'm from Arkansas, the South, so she was trying to be real sweet about it. Like, Did you see right through it? I didn't at first. How old were you? Mm, 16. Okay, so you were yeah, old enough 16. to be like, I know what's going on. Yeah. Okay. So then she she's like, I don't believe in interracial dating. Oh. Goes on this like long tangent. Like she's like, I'm not racist or anything, but, <gasps> but you and are. I think you're a sweet girl. But I just I just don't think that'll be good for you in the long run. I mean, if you had kids, then we don't want like that kind of world of them growing up in and have to, having to choose if they want to be black or white. And I was just like, uh huh. And so. Um, she, she wasn't expecting me to tell her son, but I did tell him. Oh, yeah. 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 And um, I didn't tell my parents, though, because they would have went ballistic. But yeah. um, so uh, I told him and like we ended up date actually like dating for a while. And Good she eventually you. came around. Yeah. And she like accepted me and she was sweet. So. Do, you, do you think you bringing it up to the son played a major role in him, I think in so. him talking to her being like, what did you fucking say? Yeah, I, I really think so. Yeah, see, yeah. I, feel, and I think that kind of leans with what we're saying where it's just like, the, well, the youth is the future, man. Yeah. You've got to be like, mom, dad, you guys are being fucking old. Yeah, you have Stop. an iPhone, ma'am. Yeah, I mean, Come like, on. where are we right yeah, now? Fucking right. choose. What generation do you want to live in? Right. Do you so want your Apple TV? Okay, <laughs> then don't be a fucking <laughs> I mean, right. You can't have both, yeah. bitch. I, I have two. One of my friends um, in high school, she ended up, I mean, they, she had a very strange relationship with her family, but um, she was in an interracial relationship and her family did not accept her at all and was very much like, nope, not happening. Like you and her and this guy aren't dating anymore at all. But her parents were just like these racists. Like that was just the kind of thing. And so for her, it was like, as much as it sucked for it to kind of be a character trait, it was like, well, I'm glad I know. And I'm not putting you on this pedestal of being an untouchable person. Cause I'm like, no, I'm going to be a fucking woke 25 year old exactly. living in LA. And I'm going to be able to look at you and be like, okay, cool. You gave birth to me. And there's certain things that we can relate on, but I'm not going to like sit quietly and not, and like, let you be racist. And if she found out later on that her, this, like, she found out later on that her younger sister had been hiding the fact that she was in an interracial, <laughs> interracial relationship for years and ended up living with the guy and never, ever told the family. And wow. it was like, you can go about any of that, how you kind of want to. But I also think it fucking sucks to say that like your parents are people and everyone has flaws, including the people who, mm -hmm. Like that doesn't, yeah. And I think 
I think it's just, it's something you gotta fucking address. It's weird when you have to start thinking of family as friends you lived with. Um, you know what, no, <laughs> ex-roommates? You know what I mean, though? Because, like, you gotta have this kind of mentality where it's like, again, like, you, I'm same with you. I'm from Ohio, and I moved out to Los Angeles, woke up a little bit, mm-hmm. and then came, went back, and I'm like, yo, are you guys fucking crazy? Like, this isn't how we do things. Like, and you just have to... You just have to get to that point where you have to start being like, I know that there's like, you want to play the seniority like mom and dad card, but I'm just telling you like, this is the world card. This is what's happening. And I'm doing this for the better of everyone at this table. Like you just need to know what's up. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think that's, I think that's a really smart thing to do because I think we give, yeah, we cut too much slack for everyone. I think I think it's definitely like a thing now where like especially like I said, even with Thanksgiving, like I mean, you saw it on Twitter where so many people were just yeah. like, I went home today and I really I really fucking told them what was <laughs> up. Yeah. And I mean, this is the first year too where I'm like, good, great. Right. We need these conversations yeah. to start because we've been sitting on our hands for such I mean, a that's long time. How we elected this president. Exactly, because we all thought and then it, we, we, you, we I like how we brought this back I know, to this. Right? But, but it's, yeah, it's, but at the end of the day though, it does it just conversation words are crucial use them and use them with each other and talk about it and have conversation yeah i feel like everyone is so afraid to just be like i don't understand mm-hmm. i don't understand can you explain that to me yeah and i live like me man i just I just don't know anything keep asking and everyone just tells you it's yeah. it's amazing yeah because yeah and i also think especially if you want to have kids and all of that stuff i think you you guys regard no matter how the relationship with your family changes, if when they find out about like the seriousness of your relationship and all that stuff, you need to do that. So you can really create a foundation and an amazing supportive group of people at the same time Mm -hmm. that you might be letting go of some, not forever, but maybe temporarily. So you can have another support system. So it doesn't, and that's a good thing is, you know, that this isn't the world. And like, you know, that like, you're even able to see like your extended family and everybody else is so much more accepting um, that I think you just, you need to make sure that you feel supported Yeah. (laughs) and Hey, also who fucking know, maybe it gets to the point where your dad's the one who's now going to be not invited and who's not, who's going to be exiled from the like with your extended family exactly on board. he might be totally by himself but you've just been thinking well he sits at the top of the table so i guess mm-hmm. we just let him do what he's doing and that's yeah. that's again that i feel like that's like old traditions and this time right now where we're, when we're living is is when we're we need to kind of break those stupid yeah. walls down and just like be like what's really going on here mm-hmm. like where are we yeah. because you're at the head of the table and you don't even know what the fuck's actually going on outside. Yeah. And shit's going to happen. It's it's unavoidable. Shit's going to happen. Uh, we all have these perfect ideas of relationships and how everything ends up, but you've, you got to accept the fact that this is not going to be easy, but this is the life that you've chosen and that's been cho- whatever, or chosen for you, whatever you believe. And you got, you have to deal with it. Cause yeah. it's just not, it's just not going to go away and that's good. It shouldn't go away. Cause you guys seem super happy. And in I was going to say, it sounds like nice love to me. So yeah. just keep enjoying it. Hell yeah. Enjoy the good loving. Yeah. Okay. We we're done talking about politics. Maybe not on to the next question. 14 more questions <laughs> to go. I am 19 years old. I'm from Vegas and I've been seeing this guy on and off since I was a sophomore in high school. And now I'm a sophomore in college. Um, we slept together a few times this summer. We slept together quite a lot and he acts like he cares a whole bunch. But then whenever I talk to him, he's like, no, I just want to be friends. And the thing is like, I would stop sleeping with him, but like the sex is like 
really great, so, like, why would I stop? But at the same time, it's, like, I don't want to be just another girl, just another notch in his belt and just being used. I'd love to see where something would go with him because he's a great guy. Like, whenever we hang out and stuff, it's not like every time we hang out, it's Netflix and chill. Like, we'll go to dinner, we'll hang out. But at the same time, like, there's always the question of, is this going to happen? Is it not going to happen sort of thing? So I just don't know what to do. Should I end things with him or should I keep going and ask him and see where like, if this potentially could be something more, or should I just leave it at just friends and stop sleeping with it? I'm going to just say the first thing that pops in my head, which is this guy's not going to change. No, I literally wrote fuck buddy. Yeah, this dude's not going to change. I'm so sorry that I have to be the one to tell you this because I don't even know you. But if it's been happening for this long and he's he's look, I get that he's cool with you, but he's cool with you because you guys are fucking at that time. Mm -hmm. Who's not going to be cool with someone while they're fucking? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If he's being that much of like a standoff dude when it comes to just like hanging out and about and it's been this long, it's it's it, it can only get worse. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I've like I've been I've had fuck buddies like I've been in that same in here. that and, thing. And it's kind of like it's like you categorize people where it's like, oh, we're if you're having casual sex with someone regularly and you know that they're and you're not looking to put any sort of label on it, it's not because you haven't thought of that. Exactly. It's because you've thought of that and have been like, no, not what I'm interested in with you. Yeah. So I think that you that is something that I would just say is like you you guys are ultimately your fuck buddies. And if it's mm-hmm. great sex and if there's a way that you can detach your emotion, emotions from it, sure. But right now it sounds like you are emotionally invested in this guy and he is not emotionally invested in you. Even if you guys are going to dinner and it's like you're not sleeping together all of the time, you are a girl that he regularly sleeps with. Mm-hmm. Like this is not, it's not a friendship anymore and it's not a relationship. The, you are the in-between of that, which is a fuck buddy. See, and that's why also with the whole, like, should we be just become friends? That's not going to happen either. No. That You can never revert back to, like... If you've like, seen your friend naked, you're like, I've seen you naked. You've been inside me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you can revert back. I, I know you can't revert back from something like that, especially if it's been going on for this long. Because yeah. there's always going to be that residual... I actually still like you. I actually don't really like mm-hmm. you. Oh, you still want to have sex with me. I still want to have sex with you just because we were good fuck buddies. Yeah. And I mean, even the way that you 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 presented this question to us says that you know the answers because I just, you're like, it's really, really good, but mm-hmm. all this, but like you're not solid on even what it is because you know that it's not a solid thing. Like this isn't uh, even if this he, he you were like yeah let's become super just into each other. I'd still be like yeah but we started as like crazy fuck buddies who didn't yeah. give a shit about each other. Yeah, and I feel like that would that would be a weird way to start. <laughs> no, the I've only started I've started one relationship from being fuck buddies, um, and it didn't end well. <laughs> like, I mean, same. Yeah, like right? it's one of those things of being like. 
it it was in the moment was the most flattering thing in the world and it's because so it's fun yeah because it's like well like the, he came up to me at a party and was like i heard you made out with blah 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 and i was like yeah so and it was like you can't make out well well we're dating and i was like we're not dating we're pure, we've established we're purely fuck buddies like well i don't want you to sleep with anybody else and i was See, like well if jealous, I, and then jealousy, i was like well if yeah. i'm not sleeping with anyone else then you're not gonna sleep with anyone else and he's like yeah okay and then that hardly lasted mm-hmm. but even that no offense I'm like even that is fueled with a little bit more emotion than what this sounds like because if you i always think about it in like my sense like i how i started dating my uh first serious boyfriend in high school was the fact that i was helping him i was helping set up him to go to prom with some girl and it was fucking killing me to the point where i was like i can't be friends with him anymore because i can't watch him go out with somebody else but if both of you have been able to kind of coexist and loop back to each other and i'm assuming dated other people neither of you would be able to do that if there was some serious emotion there yep. which i don't want to question how you feel about him either but i also just want to say it is so fucking hard to have great sex as a girl that if you're if if you're getting fucking amazing sex from this guy that's going to automatically, you're going to feel more invested in him specifically. And I also fucking hate, no offense. I love you. You're great. Um, but the amount of times that girls have called into this podcast and talked about a guy and said these, t- or not even just like in general, my friends, and they'll say these things that are terrible and prove that this guy is not a good guy. And they go, but he's such a good guy. That's I was going to say, I was like, she, if he's such a fucking good guy, he would have, he would have noticed this by now. And yeah. then like, actually, you know what? We're great for each other. Yeah. Cause that's what a good guy i mean look don't get me wrong look i've been a fuck buddy i'm not a terrible guy but at the same time if i see a budding relationship i know when to change gears or if you saw that she was developing serious feelings for you i know to back my brakes because that's that's giving her crazy bad emotions i'm i'm fucking with this person completely not just fucking her you're not you're fucking with her yeah you're making it seem like you're putting oh god this is so this is you gotta oh this stinks so what should she do i know should she tell him or should she, but not, see, if she, she talks talking. to him, he's just going to be like, yeah, you know, we're just, uh, you're just having fun. We're just going to see where it goes. Yeah, let's just see where it goes. This is, I mean, okay, uh. I'm, I'm a very like honest to the point kind of person. So I think that, especially if it's been going on for this long, I think you have to have a conversation about it. Otherwise there's still the what if, or maybe kind of thing, or that when you go back to something and you're thinking, uh, uh, well, I mean, I never actually knew or I never really got a solid answer. So I think if you can find it in you to go into it and say, if you're like, hey, um, can you tell in the last like five seconds, I've tried to stop saying like, and it's not working. My words have gotten slower. <laughs> I'm trying so, it's not gonna happen. I'm just gonna say just like all it. the time. Um, I, I think you just need to say it and be, hey, I have been feeling this way for a while and I know that we've been, casually sleeping together for a while and we're such great friends I for me have developed feelings for you over this period of time and at this point I've reached this place where I need to know if you have those feelings for me as well and you would be interested in starting monogamous relationship otherwise I really I can't do this anymore and I think you need to you need to say that and you can't ask him what you guys are or define this. You need to say what it is that you want because this at this point, this is about you. I mean, it should always be about, it's about what you want mm-hmm. and not, because right now what you're doing is you're, you're taking whatever he's giving you and you need to just be like, this is what I want. If you can come to, if you can do this and this is something you also want, then let's try this. Otherwise, 
you're just settling. You can't take anything less than what you like you want. I like this. I like this answer. I, that, I just feel like that's what it is. Otherwise, you're gonna it's this is gonna last forever. And then guess what? He's gonna date some girl and he's gonna she's gonna be his girlfriend. They're gonna be in a relationship. They're gonna get married. And that's gonna be it. You'll be you'll 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 be fine. You've got this. And if I can get in a relationship and not get sick of them, whew, you can do it too. Same here. I feel like kudos to us. High Go five. us. Like when we, when we were talking about the idea for this podcast with Jack, we were both like Singles, single mingles. Uh, Last time we hung out, actually, you helped me set up my Tinder. I like to take credit for your relationship. You do. No, hey, and it's been a year and we're <laughs> still together. And I met her on Tinder, which You're is welcome. fucking bonkers. And every, even today before I came, I was like, by the way, babe, I'm going to hang out with the person who made it so that you swiped on me. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I know. We should do an entire episode that is about how to make over how You can make me one. Seriously, can I? It, I'm not joking, and I, I will say this. I'm. It's not even like... You changed my life on <laughs> Tinder. No yes. one matched with me ever on Tinder. And I, I just had no idea what I was doing. And then you were just like, oh, this needs to change. This, mm-hmm. this, 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 this. And then all of a sudden, I it was just like people were actually. Floodgates commu- were open. People were actually communicating with me. Yeah. And it was fucking fantastic. It mm-hmm. was bizarre. I still don't know what kind of wizardry you did, but it worked. Okay, guys. Um, listen to words from i'm gonna go check my tinder yeah (laughs) okay we'll be back in a second or more than a second head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Okay, guys, we are back, and we're going to hop on to the next call. Um, so basically, my I found out a couple weeks ago that my, at the time, best friend, um, she told me that back in March, she sent nudes to my boyfriend, who is now my ex-boyfriend for other reasons, a little trash bag. Um, so she said she mentioned it over the phone and just brought it up in casual conversation. Um, naturally, I was pissed because, you know, my ex or my best friend's not going to send nudes to my boyfriend. That's not cool with me. And her explanation was that uh, she's jealous of me and that his attention made her feel validated. Basically, I, I don't want anything to do with her after that. And I think that's a smart decision, um, in my opinion. So if you were me, would you uh, accept her apology and stay friends with her? Or would you kind of just 
ditch her because that's a really shitty thing to do. Also, um, I, you know, looking back, I realized, shit, I don't have really, and it's going to be hard going into senior year without her. So friends, if I'm you assuming. recommend that I, there's some other ways I can make more friends because I have a lot of guy friends, but she's really my only girlfriend. Oh my goodness. I, I feel this is no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 she, no, no, She's, she's not a, she's not a best friend anymore. No. There's so many boys in this world that she could have sent. I mean, go turn on oh, Snapchat, <laughs> turn on Snapchat, turn on anything. She could have sent, if she wanted validation, go on Reddit. Okay. I mean, Any, I, in, in high school, I used to go to borders and just walk around because the guys who worked at borders would flirt with me. Like, I mean, that's very fucking innocent. I mean, seriously, the fact that she had to, the, the, Oh, there's so many things about this that are wrong. Like well, the whole, the fact that it's her, the best friend's boyfriend. Like, yeah. really? I mean, I think the biggest thing here is I, I mean, I'm, I'm a girl who I've got, I'm a girl. Hi. Um, <laughs> but I've got a lot of close girlfriends now and I grew up with a lot of really close girlfriends. And I, um, I, when I went to college and all that stuff, I struggled really hard to have friends who were girls and most of my friends were guys. And I ended up settling for people who did things that were super shitty and treated me like shit because there's a part of you that is like, no girl power. I have to stick with this. The thing that I issue with, I have with your friend is this is, she's essentially blaming you for this. She's jealous of you. And so this was something that she had to do. This is not a friend I am all for amazing, wonderful female friendships, but this is also the core issue why w women on women anger and all that stuff is so prevalent is because you're accepting, we're accepting this kind of behavior um, just to have friends who are women who get you on a level of like talking about your period and being able to be emotional and feeling all of that stuff. Female friends are important, but good friends are far more important regardless of their gender. And Arden and I talked about this when she was on the podcast, both Arden and I, I mean, since we moved to LA have always been close friends, but neither, neither of, we went through, God, we went through circles of different friends who were girls who treated us like shit that we accepted. And then we both just ended up being like, fuck, I'm going to just, only, my only friends could be my boyfriend. My only friends could be my boyfriend. And it wasn't until we started holding our friendships to the same expectations that we held the guys that we were dating that we were like, oh fuck, I can be just as picky and choosy with the friends I let into my life as I am with the guys I'm letting into my bed. Whoa, wow. I've never thought of yeah. this. This is kind of eye-opening genius. You have to. And especially because I think men, not to categorize anyone, but a lot of the time aggression and anger between men, it's it happens, it comes to a head and it's addressed in a moment. With women, it's a lot of belittling over time, quietly and slowly. And it's a lot of this thing of blaming. It's a lot of when something finally comes up, you are you are being given a lot of this blame. And so you feel responsible. That's just, that's kind, it's just, a, it's a gender stereotype of apologetic women who take tend to take a lot of the blame for things. And I think the issue is here is you want to remain you want female friends, but ultimately she's not a friend. And if a boyfriend had done this to you, if you're, if you were still with this guy, let's say you were, and he sent a dick pic to your best friend, this would not be a conversation. Like you would be, I'm True. done. Like you're, you're a fucking asshole. And I think you have to, I mean, I just. Wow. Thinking about it like this, I'm so sorry, but no. this is blowing my mind a uh, bit because you're thinking like, I've never thought about a reverse like this, but yeah, it's just like. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like that's crazy. It is. And especially when you're when you're young enough that you a lot of your friendships have become out of 
uh, just time convenience yeah. and the fact like oh we went to the same preschool together our yeah. parents carpooled us together we in the in the scheme of the world we probably wouldn't seek each other out to become friends you have to hold people accountable for their actions and also I think you making friends, whether you're friends with guys or girls, it really doesn't matter. But I think what is more important in this situation is not accepting this female on female abuse and taking that because that's just, it's just contributing to the cycle. I mm -hmm. think you need to, I think you need to call her out on it. I'm sure you already have, but I think you can, I think, I mean, I also think it's kind of worth it to tell her and just be like, Hey, so I've been really trying to grapple with what had happened. And if I was going to be, if I would be okay remaining friends with you. And at this point in my life, I really need, uh, and in this like political climate, I really want to surround myself with women who are going to empower me and bring me up. And that's the same thing that I want to do for the other women in my life. And I really feel disrespected. And, um, I, I, I'm just gonna, I hope I w wish you well. And I really hope that you can take this as an opportunity to really look at how, you treat the other women in your life and, um, what you can, how you can move forward in that, because it's just, it's, yeah, it's such a, and also the thing is like, what you, it's not, a, it's not even about your boyfriend. It's about you. That's the whole thing. She's doing this like to, to, to be an asshole to you. Otherwise it would have been any other guy. And that's a much deeper issue. Like, yeah, I was going to say, do you think that this was like like in the back of the friend's mind that there was like a little bit of something saying like, we're going to make sure it's her boyfriend, though? Well, the, oh, well, that's that's a one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm thinking that, too, but I'm just curious, like, do you even think like in the back of her head that she was like and then I'm going to take him or like what? I don't what, think what do you it think? has anything to do with him. He's solely, he's not a person in the situation. I think he's her best friend's boyfriend. It's just the and pawn it's that. in the situation. It's that. He just happened well, I mean, to be there. Think about it like your, your friends and you meet their, your, their girlfriends. They become in a box of people who are like your brother and untouchable and they are not sexual objects. Yeah, it's true. And that's just kind of like, I think about that with like my, my girlfriend's boyfriends. Like I'm like, you are, you are literally, you have no penis. Like you are not a sexual object mm -hmm. and I will, I can't ever see you like that. And so then that becomes, it becomes a power move with the girl. It has nothing to do with the boyfriend. I'm also so fucking glad you guys aren't dating anymore. I'm so glad that this is why you and your boy, did this is why they broke up? She said that he was just a shit. But it makes me so happy that this is not this, what you're not, you didn't condone his behavior. I think because I'm sure he probably did some, you said he was, did some other shit. I mean, hold your friend to the same standards that you held him because obviously he wasn't good enough to keep around. I don't think she is either. Yeah, I love it. I love this so much. I want to be on the show every goddamn <gasps> week. Oh my God, do it. Next question. Hit me with it. I'm 21 years old and I've been in a relationship with a guy for about three years. And I know one of his like biggest fantasies is anal. And we've done like some book stuff, like he's like trying to finger my butthole. Never been a fan of that. And then about a year ago, we tried like full on anal and we used lube and he got some thrusts in, but I was just, I'm not a fan. I think it's uncomfortable, kind of painful, but I know like he still probably thinks about it all the time. I'm sure when it jacks off, he looks up anal videos, <laughs> but I'm just wondering if like, am I weird for not enjoying it? Um, is there a way to enjoy it more? Should I like try doing it again with him? Like, I know he's okay that I don't want to, but I just feel bad because I know that's his fantasy. I mean, I'm like so anti butt stuff. 
I'm like, so like literally my asshole is clenching this entire question. I'm like, oh, I like, I can't. I mean, also as the, the amount of the, the, I bet you, I hope you know this too. I'm like, you're getting all these relevation, relevations. I always say it wrong. Revelations. Revelations. I keep talking about ballet. Um, (laughs) But I'm like the amount of times that like every girl has been like, oh yeah, no wrong hole. Nope. Wrong hole. Nope. You're drunk. Wrong Mm -hmm. hole. Like Mm -hmm. it is not, you are so not weird at all or not. Yeah, you don't have to like it ever. No, like, I was gonna. You, this is not like a standard. You've got to have that whole fuck. To that's no. Not, I mean, even my my <laughs> my gay guy friends are like, like, literally, it's it's the whole thing. They get actually angry when straight people have butt sex. They're like, no, you have a perfectly functioning fucking vagina. <laughs> do not do this. And like, literally, are like, don't even know. But I mean, the whole thing. If if you're into it, this is what I would also say about sexual fantasies. As much as you're thinking that this is one of his huge fantasies. If you're not into it, that's not a fucking fantasy. Like if you're not enjoying yourself, that completely ruins it. And that's not, he's, he's not going to, yeah. I mean, those, you have to share those things. I understand like, whatever, fucking Rachel dressing up as Princess Leia. That's a totally, like, not harmful, going to hurt your ass kind of thing. Well, look, here's the thing with anal sex, okay? They're, oh, my butthole's clenching. <laughs> look, I, the thing with anal sex, though, is, I mean, in all seriousness, is, like, you, the body, you have two sphincters, okay? You got one sphincter on the outside that you can control, and then the other sphincter on the inside that just kind of does its, its, its job. And so, look, it's not like this is a a perfect look if if you're not into it the body's not into it you know yeah. what i'm saying it's not gonna work it's also a ordeal yes it's a, it's a very it's a stupidly slow dumb process yeah. I have a fun story. <laughs> so yes. it has, it's not me per se. Okay. It's totally you. It's not, I, I, I'm serious. I know. So I, I was, just wish it was, I was at like a house party or something. And there is a guy who was in the back with a girl <gasps> and, um, he, he got stuck. No. I, and that's how, like, he no. just, it just got like, he said, it said, he said, <laughs> He said that said it closed up and and, and basically had a had a grab hold on. God, but I'm just like that. It's like she had anal dentata instead of vagina dentata. (laughs) But but like from that moment, I was just like, oh yeah. So if you're not into it, like you're not into it. Yeah, yeah. But I just remember being like, that's like you can't you can't you can't force you can't force that. Yeah. Ah. Going from (laughs) finger to dick. Unless that's your boyfriend's a, a very tiny, right, that's tiny a dick or gotta, a large finger. You gotta loosen it up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, to you be gotta, fair, you, now that I said the story out loud, this guy might have just been saying that to make his <laughs> dick sound huge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but look, what I'm saying, though, is that that's what propelled me to then go into research about the sphincters and how it all works. Because I was genuinely like, well, what? And yeah. that's, that kind of made me then also go like, well, there was a perfectly working vagina <laughs> yeah. right there. I don't know what uh happened yeah uh, but if he's into watching like butt stuff porn you're gonna fucking ruin it if you guys have terrible like te- he's gonna it's gonna completely that's just not gonna be a thing anymore and i also think with fantasy wise it's like okay like every every guy i've been with it's either that or it's like m- multiple girls and like having a threesomes anything like that whereas for me i'm like not into that at all that's not not my not my thing at all. Really? <laughs> you just look at a girl who like looks like you really definitely want to be in a threesome. Like I that's just not that's not something that I'm interested in at all. 
But it's also one of those things that then, because I'm not interested, like think about it in this way. Um, let's just say like a, guys who have a fantasy about two girls. It's only hot because you're picturing these two girls making, I'm sorry, <laughs> making out with each other. But if they're not into it, your fantasy, it's not going to, you're, what you're picturing is not happening. It's not real. No, this whole idea that you have of these fantasies is because they're these perfect scenarios and they're super sexy. But if there's like one thing that's not fitting into all of this, which is a dick and a butt. No, I mean, just like, it's like, <laughs> if if it's not sexy and it's not, everyone's not super into it, like he's fantasizing, mm -hmm. it's not, it'd be like, okay, I'd rather have no threesome than one where I feel like I've forced this and no one's enjoying themselves. So I can't enjoy myself. True. It's the same thing. And if he's also not bringing it up, I don't think you need to feel, I think also girls a lot of the time feel very guilty about that. And I'm like, am I depriving you? Is like every other girl you've dated totally wanted to do this and like will, will do this. And am I like closing off this part of the, your life? But we've had people who've called in about sexual fantasies before. And it's either if someone can't, if someone is not interested in participating in your fantasy, either it's a deal breaker or it's not. And for him, it doesn't sound like it's a deal breaker. Wow. You guys might find something way more fun that you yeah. both enjoy. You got a like, fucking sex swing. Equally. Yeah. You never know. Mm -hmm. You never know. You never... Titty fuck him. Seriously. <laughs> oh, I don't want to fucking talk about titty fucking. Wait, why, why can't we talk about titty fucking? Oh my God. <laughs> What's wrong with titty fucking? What is titty fucking? What do you mean? What is? I didn't mean to open up that titty Ugh, fucking. Box. Open up that titty fuck. By the way, can we just say, can we, is there like another phrase instead of titty fucking? It's the great, for, it's a wonderful phrase. I feel I love like, it. I, I love feel, titty fat. I just feel like the word titty I is so, it's just oh. so weird. I feel strange when I say it. I Do feel you? like. Titties I, is my shit. I, I say titties more than shit. I feel like when I say titties, I'm, I'm like, I'm calling for a small animal. Have, here, titties, have, titties, have, titties. <laughs> titties. You do when you say it, you do make it sound somewhat like a character in like like. Oh, you talking about titties? titties? <laughs> yeah, like titties? I, I don't know. I'm just uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Ugh. Yikes. Okay, guys. Now we're gonna go on to producer's corner. We have someone who's calling back from a response to Aislinn's. Uh huh. Um, they're actually not calling back. Nope. This is someone that is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who someone's response it. to the advice that we had given on the call. One of the calls we had with Aislinn. I wanted to send in a response to your first um, caller from the um, episode with Aislinn. Um, so I work for a nonprofit that provides emergency shelter and counseling and education about um, domestic violence. And the first caller, I just was listening to it and there were so many red flags that the relationship that the caller was describing is an abusive one. Um, especially, you know, how controlling her boyfriend is over her and getting mad and about her not being at his house on time and making her, um, you know, quit the appointment with her friends. Like, all of that kind of stuff is just such a red flag. And I thought that the advice that you guys gave was great, but I do want to just stress that this is something that can turn dangerous really, really quickly. And um, it's really... The most important thing for the friend to do is to provide support for her friend because one of the hallmarks of abusive relationships is the abuser making the victim feel isolated and like they don't have anyone to turn to. So the friend being there for that person can make such a big difference when they find, decide that it is time to leave the abusive relationship. 
Um, if you want some more info, I would suggest going to the One Love Foundation. They're specifically catered to like people in their 20s. Um, there's also the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. And the National Domestic Violence Hotline number is 1-800-799-7233. So I just, I was listening to it and I was just like, red flag, red flag, red flag. So I thought I would call in and hopefully give some of my expertise. Um, I don't know if you could call it that. I've only been in this job for like five months. You have the sweetest listeners. I know. Aren't they so nice? Your listeners are now in the conversation yeah. and helping. That's fantastic. It's very nice. I like it. I like when they can give uh, that. Like, There was a couple of ones where I've, like, I've missed something that was quite obvious. And they're like, but maybe this was it. And I was like, oh, that's, that's fantastic. Honestly, she answered everything. Yeah, that was that is amazing information. And please do not forget all of that. No. Like That is very serious. I think because if you feel like you're in a situation that is yeah. isolating yourself and getting smaller and closed in and something just doesn't feel right, then yeah, yeah, contact, reach out, figure it out, ask questions. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Because I think a lot of the people who are calling in in on the podcast it's a lot of people who are seeing this like that call was a girl who was seeing her friend in this relationship mm -hmm. and it's so hard when you feel like you can see everything very black and white and sometimes you wonder um like i mean i've like disliked friends boyfriends before but sometimes you're like is this me or is this sometimes the fly on the wall yeah. though is the perfect way to see like hey just to let you know exactly how he's talking to you yeah is not okay no and i think it's not now knowing that those i mean from from a professional that a lot of those things that you were describing if you're listening again, caller, um, a lot of the things you were describing about your friend and her boyfriend, um, the woman who just called in, it was smart in the sense of like making sure you have all this contact information. And even if you're being pushed out from this friendship, really, I guess not letting that go and making sure that you stay a steady part of this person's life, even even if your friend's boyfriend is really trying to push you out and isolate her, um, making sure that you even if you're not able to be around all the time, that your friend knows that you're always around and that you're able to watch and kind of monitor and see if there's any point that you should be intervening. And that, yeah, definitely. God. I mean, that is, it's so situation. I've had friends who are, have been in situations like this and it's always just so difficult to find that perfect, right. Kind of moment to be like, Hey, I, I think, Mm -hmm. something's wrong and you don't know it. Oh, I've said it and lost friends from that. Yeah. And it's like, I, I've done all that I can do. And if you ever want to come back to me again, I know that you hate me right now. But I promise but I'm I still here. I don't hate you. Yeah. And whatever, like, I hope I'm so fucking hope I'm wrong. But this is just, I have to say something. It's, it's, it's so easy to be oblivious of what's right in front of you when the words L-O-V-E are oh, yeah. right there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's when a cure -all. you when you Yes. And I mean, and that's the thing that I remember just seeing a lot of is I'm just so in love. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I understand that. But like, it doesn't trump everything. I mean, it, it, there is a certain level of things where you just have to like it's it's yourself care yeah. about yourself it's it's about you at the end of the day and you wouldn't treat someone like that mm -mm. like so I I just it's it's such a delicate little place and it's sometimes it's so difficult to like focus in on when it's happening directly to you which yeah. I've, I've always thought it's very fascinating to me oh you get I've dated terrible guys where I can now it takes years to look back on things and you're like wow this was so fucked up mm -hmm. but you were you've managed to make me 
feel I like God, like managed to make me feel like this was this super romantic gesture. Yeah. And I can now look back and go, wow, that is so fucked up. But not only was I not, not only was I like, oh no, this is like, I'm going to ignore this. I saw in positive light. That's the issue that happens if you're dating someone who's abusive. We got it, those rose colored glasses well, it on. It becomes like when as a friend you're seeing, oh, he's not letting you have any other friends. But you're like, wow, he wants to spend all his time with me. Exactly. He loves me so much. And that's like, that's such a red flag. Yeah. That's so weird. And it's so, oh, it makes my skin crawl. In a relationship, you should always still be an individual. You know yeah. what I mean? You can work as a unit together, but that doesn't mean. I love mean, blissfully coexisting. Yes, exactly. But that does not mean that you control each other no. in any sense of the way. Like there's just, you just if, if that's something that needs to happen, then it's not a relationship anymore. It's like, honestly, it's like Obli a weird it's, obligation. It's like a thing. roommate, mom, yeah. dad sitch, and nobody fucking wants that. No. Okay, guys, that is it. Um, Mitchell, you're great at this. Thank you. I honestly, I, I never give advice. I don't know if I did a good job or no, not. No, you, you did. did great. Did I? Okay, mm -hmm. good, good, good. Yeah, no, please have me back. I love it. It's I, so fun. Yeah, I and would I love, love talking, talking about back. sexy stuff. Sorry, I talked right over no, you. No, you said sexy stuff, so it was more important. I do love I talking saying. about sexy stuff, though. I think it's fun. It, and I also feel like uh, it's it's needed. There's mm -hmm. not there's too many people that are afraid to talk about this shit. And the thing is, is that if I was a kid, I would have loved to listen to things like this. Yeah. Because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I really didn't. And I mean, I mean, I, just to, as like a little fun, like little taste. Like I had a girl once tell me like, no one will ever like you because you have such bad OCD. And I stayed with her for years. Oh God. So just like, there's so many things that you think are just so normal. And then you're like, no, yeah, no, man. No, we're the amount of, I think like broadening perspectives with this is great. Just hearing like the, the calls where even we said like, you're, you're here this and you're like, wow, I didn't even know people still think like this anymore. Yeah, exactly. And if you guys want to go find Mitchell, you can find him at, um, you can Google me, uh, <laughs> and you can find all my stuff, but honestly, just I just want to promote, uh, popcorn.show. That's my podcast. Since you're already in the podcast realm listening to this, why don't you just go head on over there and listen to a music or excuse me a oh movie gosh. review <laughs> and so i guess i can't do holes for my episode we cannot mm. do we'll, holes yeah. i will keep to another we'll, you know let's, let's watch a sexy movie i feel like we should what? watch something that's we like watch a, porn no <laughs> you porn <laughs> that's popcorn at dark <laughs> popcorn at night <laughs> no yeah we should we should just watch like um what, okay here what what was like an early movie that, that you were like oh i have a crush on that person um Think about it, and that's the I used to have a watch. crush on Al Gore. Okay, that's oh. not what I meant at oh, okay. all. Okay, <laughs> let's wrap this up. Oh, okay, guys. Cool, so now we're getting into the daddy episode. <laughs> daddy. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, well, yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you want to call and get some advice, you can leave a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And if you're international, again, you can just record a voice memo on your phone, email it to meganpodcast at gmail.com, and we we would love to get reviews on the Apple podcast app. Yeah. I hope you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and uh, we will see you in two weeks. It's a fortnight. It's a fortnight. Is two weeks a fortnight? Oh, wow. You're not on my podcast. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks is a fortnight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fortnight. I should have learned this from Paul Revere, but fortnight I did not. Fortnight popcorn. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Blame Me is a production.